Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Dean, and we'd like to let you know where you can find us. The best way to find our socials is on our link tree at the Baron's Hideout, which has our Twitter, Instagram, and podcast links. And you can find me on Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce, on Facebook under Dean Sharp, and also my website, www.deanofthedead.com. Lastly, if you wish to support us further, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month. Now, to the show. Box episode 13. Lucky number 13. Um, so I've been browsing through Screenbox for quite a while, as everybody knows. And um, I've been finding myself picking more of the newer stuff because of how well the um, service um, approaches the new things that are being added to the platform. And it, they really make it so you go and pick those things and then you want to go and search for um, these other hidden gems uh, or other great movies and even, you know, like anthology films or shorts or anything like that or the the um, the short series I have going on, which is um, Bloody Disgusting's Bloody Bites, which is really, really fun. And I want to do a whole um, deep dive on my favorite um, bloody bites segments at some point because there's a lot to get into over there as well. It'll be integrated into the screen box essential picks um, episodes that we're doing here. Um, so um, these two that I have picked today are m- more of the uh, newer variety on the platform, which is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. I'm always looking for the newer things that are coming out or the things that have been on there for a while. And to see which ones um, I want to present to the people who are listening or watching, wherever it may be. And um, I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job of covering um, some great films uh, on the service. I know a lot of um, folks have been either commenting, messaging, or whatever it may be on these episodes I've been doing and saying, wow, man, thank you so much for, you know shouting out this particular film now it's like one of my favorite things to watch when i have nothing else to watch um or thank you for just you know introducing these films to me because otherwise i would have glanced over these and not even given them a second thought um so i feel like i have two very interesting ones for this episode um both i enjoyed a lot on on two different um areas on on the horror spectrum um but it's it's really really on both of these films and one thing before we jump into it i really want to give a huge shout out to screenbox for sending a bunch of really cool things to celebrate robert england's birthday and the release of um hollywood dreams and nightmares the robert england story which is on screenbox as we speak and also to alex DiVincenzo and um witter entertainment for releasing this awesome fucking shirt 
that I pre-ordered as soon as they announced it. It's for um, the um, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, you know, the opening thing. 19, um, 5.30 p.m. Daylight time. Um, shirt's so good, it's really comfortable. It's very minimal, and I love minimal shirts. And the people who, who look at this and they get it, means I can call them a friend. <laughs> if you look at, look at this shirt and you say, why do you have a date on and date and time on your shirt? Why? why? Um, I'm going to turn the other way and not explain a single thing. But um, yeah, the shirt's super good, really comfy. I've had it for a couple of days. I just wanted to um, show it on screen today to go and give a huge shout out to them. I don't know if they still have pre-orders up right now, but if they do, I will look at it and then i'll link it below as well so you guys can go support Witter entertainment who does a bunch of awesome on um, vhs releases i have a couple of them back and like um death drop gorgeous they did a salem horror fest shorts um a bunch of other really really cool things that are on their site right now and they also have a um um uh, living with chucky documentary that's on the vhs right now but yeah thank you guys so much for putting out these awesome products and thank you screenbox for being amazing so let's dive into these two films first one i want to start off with is ankle biters from um 2021 or as like our run tomato says 2021 and then on imdb it says 2020 and it's labeled as cherry picker so it must have went through some sort of um new name searching or different marketing or wherever it may be um ankle biters this is like a horror comedy um mystery but not really mystery since you know what's going on but there's like a lot of different elements <laughs> that are that play in this film and it's really really fun um so i'll read you the uh, synopsis that imdb gives me it says four adorable little girls plot to murder a hockey player after the mistaken act of lovemaking as an attack on their mom. Um, so this film, I don't want to spoil too much of it because there's a lot of really funny things that happen and also some really, really good special effects on a film like this you would not expect at all. Um, so it starts off with like the main guy um, who is a hockey player and um, he gets into a, um, a scuffle with the opposite team and he essentially beats him almost to death. And then, you know, he goes through a series of things of him uh, changing and he meets his girl and then they fall in love and uh, finds out that they, that the girl has four children and all his friends and everybody around him keeps saying, dude, you're walking into a trap right now. You're, you're, you're with this, this lady who has four kids and you want to marry her. You are nuts. You're nuts. And he keeps playing on like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, but um, he plans his getaway with the, the kids and, and the mom, obviously, to go to this lakeside um, cabin, essentially. I, I think he, he either owns it or he was renting it. I, I forget the, the details. You guys can go and watch it and, and learn from there. Uh, but he goes there and then he likes to film them having sex. So he has it on phone and then there's a series of events that happen and then the children get it, and there's a babysitter, and there's police. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things that happen in this film that makes it so enjoyable. Um, it's it's really really funny. Uh, 
sometimes they try a little too hard to be funny, but it it works in every aspect of it. It works, you know, following the girls and then following the mom and then, and then the, the boyfriend and then the surrounding um, community and the twists and turns that happen too is really, really funny. Um, so on IMDb, they rated a 4.4 out of 10. I think it should be at least a 6, in my opinion, um, on IMDb's rating scale. It's really, really funny. Uh, the acting is <laughs> a little over the top at some points, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, let's go over to Rotten Tomatoes. So I have it as ankle biters on here, but I'm curious. If I go Rotten Tomatoes, and I search cherry pick. Am I going to get a different thing? No, it still comes up as ankle biters. So I guess they officially announced it as ankle biters. Um, and on Rotten Tomatoes, there is no actual score because there's very, very few ratings. There's two um, reviews on Rotten Tomato, on a tomato meter, sorry. And audience score is only fewer than 50 ratings. Um, but I'm curious as to any interesting for us to pull from this release date streaming so this must have been direct to streaming there was no theatrical or anything it was released november 16th 2021 um and it's super funny let's see all right so now their synopsis is sean a pro hockey enforcer has fallen in love with laura a widowed mother of four young daughters when laura's children mistake an act of love making as an attack attack they Plot to protect the mother at all costs and with horrific results. Um, it's really, really funny. It's it's like very dark comedy, I would have to say that. So go check this one out on Screenbox right now. It's it's a go to. If you're looking for something to laugh at and you know, kinda of shut off your brain a little bit, this is the film for you. Um and then the next one that's on the complete opposite spectrum of horror comedy, we have Mangler. IMDb gonna like me right now. The Mangler, which was released in 1995, uh, was also um, directed and uh, written by Toby Hooper, and this is also, I think, part of a short story from Stephen King. So, um, sometimes... No, okay, so he did this is a really fun one. It was, I think this is a direct-to-video uh, film. So let me go over to Rotten Tomatoes real quick. Pull up that. I read the synopsis on this as well. This is also a very fun film, not really knowing what to expect. And I wanted to tie this into, since this is being essentially Robert England's month, I had to throw a film in there that's not Nightmare on Home Street. So I had to put The Mangler, because this performance in here is fantastic. Him as an old guy who essentially runs this town because he works in this um, you know, laundry establishment and he has this machine and things happen. It makes me want to go and read the short story from Stephen King. I don't think I've ever read this one. I could be wrong, though. Maybe I did when I was younger. But the um, synopsis goes, a laundry folding machine has, possess has been possessed by a demon Causing to develop homicidal tendency. Um, so that pretty much that that folds like the whole thing onto that. But let's see, is Rotten Tomatoes have anything? 
Uh, Ron Tomatoes has a laundry owner's um, employee falls victim to an ironing machine with a mind of its own. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, since we're on Rotten Tomatoes. So it was released date streaming, which I think that means also direct-to-video. But maybe not, because this was released in 1995. But this one says, release date streaming August 17th, 2004. Box office gross is 1.8 million. So maybe this was a limited release. Could have been. Um, and you know, stars Robert Englund. Levine, who does an amazing job as the main, the main guy who is investigating, find out that he lost um, 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 somebody in the past and then has still friends and in close contact with um, his um, past partner's brother and, you know, into all this weird crap and whatnot. But the, the premise is like somebody gets hurt at this laundry folding machine company in the middle of the town and uh it's run by the the main guy is um bill um gartley who essentially you find out he's really running this town with some other people because of this quote-unquote machine you know it it essentially feeds off of blood and it you need to sacrifice things to it i'm not really spoiling too much because this kind of gets um, told right in the beginning, essentially of the of the film. Um, it's a very gritty film, and I like it for that. I like how gritty it is and how kind of crazy it can be. And it, it's got some pretty good effects on it, some good uh, practical, and I think digital as well. The digital was was done pretty well for it being 1995. Like there's a, a point where there's a, a big ass light that you know gets shown and and it's blinding everybody and it's in the middle of like this neighborhood and things happen and then you also see like the machine essentially like doing things that you don't think a sh machine should be doing or if you did see a machine do this you would go and run as far as you can if you could get away from it um so there's a, a girl who got injured was essentially um the uh the niece of um bill who is the guy who is running this facility and um he she stays with him at, at his big ass house but it seems like this guy never leaves but then he's also finding this other person to be part of this i want to call it a cult it's essentially a cult all right it's a cult for this fucking laundry machine and um she gets hurt, but then she sees other people start dying from this machine. Like it's it's causing these things to happen. Is like what it, what it really tries to make it seem like it's happening. And then then we're following um John, who is the the main um investigator. He's a he's a, a cop or a detective. Um, so he you know ha um has to follow with all these things, and then he starts realizing there's some fishy things happening in this town. And he runs by it all, and then he also partners up with his um. I think it's Mark, right? I think yeah, it's Mark. Mark, um, who is the brother of the deceased girlfriend of his. So he's still there, and then things happen to him, and it's it's like a, it's a lot to take in with this film, and um, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm walking in eggshells here. So go check this one out. It's really fun, especially if you want to see a different performance from Robert England. 
to see how well he can be as a crazy old man and not just as Freddy. Um, this is a great, great film. A really good performance. And the makeup on him is well done. You can tell he went under a lot of prosthetics. Probably even more on this than he would have been with Nightmare on Elm Street. I think it would kind of rival that. Because they had to age him a lot. And this things that he has to wear as well. So it's a very taxing performance on him, I would imagine. And seeing what happens to him. And also learning the story of like why he's doing this and why the town is okay with what's happening is is a great, great film. So go check that one out and check out Ankle Biters. Uh, let me see if Rotten Tomatoes has a score for the Mangler. Ew. So Tomato Meter is 27% with 11 reviews. And audience score with 5,000 plus is 18%. See, this is a... Oh, man. This is a film that I don't know where I would put it on the scale because it looks like it was a direct-to-video one, but it was also directed by Toby Hooper, and I love Toby Hooper's work. He's done a lot of great things. Um, and I know a lot of people, when they, when they see Toby Hooper, at least friends that I know, when they see his name, they think low-budget schlock, um, which is not entirely true at all, in my opinion. definitely has a different filming style. And I, I appreciate that. He has a distinct image to his films. Like you look at everything across the board from Texas Chainsaw Massacre to The Mangler and to even other films that he's done. Um, you can tell it's a Toby Hooper film as soon as you watch it. And um, I like that because they're always very gritty and dark. And this is a gritty and dark film. Also, you know, kind of plays in the part that Stephen King essentially wrote a short story on this. So go check it out. Go check out the ankle biters. So my viewing um, suggestion would be watch the mangler because this one's more of a, a dark um, story dense movie and ankle biters end up on that one because it's more of a lighthearted, well, quote unquote, lighthearted film, a lot of comedy, a great story at heart as well. And seeing some really good special effects and um, I imagine it was a super low-budget film as well. I didn't get any of that information anywhere. Um, so go check out these two films, The Mangler The Biters. Once again, thank you so much, Screenbox, for being amazing and for always sending me these awesome gifts. Uh, I can't thank you guys enough for including um, this show into anything. It's, it's great, and um, I do this for free. Really, and I do it for the love of the game, and I, and I do it for the love of the platform, and the love of the community that has been you know, crafted over the last couple of months because of all the awesome content that has been coming out from Screenbox. Um, you guys are killing it over there, and uh, I can't thank you enough for everything that you guys have been doing for the horror community, for the show, and for just being absolutely awesome and bloody disgusting. Same to you. You guys are obviously the parent of it, so... Thank you so much for including us in anything, and I'll catch everybody on the next one.